Hello everyone, I'm Ryan Burnham. And I'm Cindy Halstead. And welcome to the first season of the We Want More podcast. We want to bring you real conversations, meditations, and share a little bit of the history of We Want More. We look forward to growing and learning in this beginning season with you. Thank you for joining us. Just find a place that you can be quiet and still. And start by just taking a deep breath in. And then a deep breath out. In this meditation, we're going to be focusing on our identity. And when I talk about identity, I mean the things that define you. What makes you, you? And often we get this image of ourselves that's been crafted through experiences as a child into the things that we do as an adult, the roles that we play. And we begin to form an internal picture of how people see us. And so often we spend our energy and our time and our resources trying to develop an identity that people will love and accept. And a lot of us have broken parts of that story that create shame and things in us that say we're not lovable, we're not acceptable, we're not enough. And as you begin a relationship with God, this is what we bring to Him. A broken narrative of both good and bad. And we find that the things that we've been looking to for our identity are insufficient and inadequate to fill the deeper longing in our heart for love and acceptance. So right now, I just want you to ask God, what am I looking to for my identity? What are the good things and the bad things that define me? And as we enter into a relationship with God, this is what we bring to Him. A culmination of the value that we've accumulated here on earth. And it's in this place that we realize the life that He's offering is far greater than the life we've created for ourselves. That He can look at our brokenness, our shame, our achievements and say I have so much more for you 
that your performance doesn't earn or disqualify you from the things that I want to give you. And it's this place at the cross that we come and we experience the great exchange of a life that we could never dream of on our own by seeing the King of the universe take our place and take on our shame and our mistakes. In Romans it says, God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And again, Paul says that we've been crucified with Christ and it is no longer we who live but Christ who lives in us. And the life we now live in the flesh, we live by faith in the Son of God, who loved us and gave himself for us. That it's this place, as we enter into salvation, through faith, and we say, God, we want the life you have for us. We want the identity that you've given us not because of what we've earned or the places that we've failed, but simply because of your love and the things that you've done in and through us. And so I want you to imagine all the things that have defined you, both good and bad, and bring them to the foot of the cross. You can even imagine Jesus standing before you. And as you approach him, say, Jesus, I hand to you all of my attempts to be lovable, to be enough. What do you have for me in exchange? I love what Jesus shared with the woman at the well. He says, whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. That this is the beginning of a new identity in Him. And our life becomes a reflection of what he's given us more than a pursuit after something we're longing for. That the eternal water that bubbles up in us is his life, his goodness, and his kindness. And our life now begins with identity rather than working to achieve it or attain it. As he says in 1 Peter, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but now have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. That Jesus didn't just die to eradicate our sin, but to enable us to be free from sin so that we can engage in a relationship 
that is the most life-giving relationship you can experience here on earth. That we begin to understand who we are because we meet the one who made us, who designed us, that before the creation of the world, he was thinking of us. And it's this foundation that we stand on that we don't have to earn or perform, but we stand on what Jesus has done and we move into relationship with the Father in freedom. And as we start to learn and receive what God thinks about us, we can express that in a world that's looking for meaning, looking for connection. And as Jesus told his disciples that we become the light of the world. And again, that we're like stars that stand out in a crooked and depraved generation. Not because of what we've done, but because we reflect the love of a good father who despite our own brokenness, our own attempts to create a life worthy of love and acceptance has given us his life. And so now I just want you to imagine yourself before the Father. And I want you to ask him, Father, what do you think or feel about me? I believe the answer to that question is the greatest component to understanding our identity here on earth. Because when we start to get a glimpse of how the Father feels about us and how He sees us, we begin to hope and trust that He has good things in store for us and that we don't need to go out into the world as orphans trying to earn and take to be good enough but we can rest in the arms of a loving Father and become a place of spiritual renewal and abundance and generosity for the people around us. So Father, whoever's listening to this podcast, I pray that you would bless them, that you would fill them with your love, with your goodness and your kindness. God, that you establish in us a place worthy of love and acceptance through the work of the cross. So Jesus, I bless them in your mighty name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this meditation. I hope you tune in for more meditations on the We Want More podcast.